As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The first component of the big 15,000 meter reverse circulation program we did in 2021 was to look at the continuation of that down dip. We found numerous other high-grade intercepts, some as high as 1,700 grams per tonne silver with 2.5 grams gold, and it seems to be defining a fairly interesting zone down dip. The Financial Survival Network. Now more than ever, the Financial Survival Network. And welcome. You are listening to and watching the Financial Survival Network. I'm Kerry Lutz. Time for a sponsor update. Silver One CEO Greg Crow is with us now. Greg, great to see you again. And it's been a busy 2021. But first, Let's talk about what's going on in the silver market. Silver has just gotten slammed lately, trading around $22 plus per ounce. Uh, what's your take on it? Well, Kerry, first of all, thank you very much for uh, taking the time to uh, chat with me again. And uh, you're right, it was a busy 2021. And I don't see that changing much coming up in uh, 2022. Um, but silver, yeah, silver has been uh, battered around a little bit, but there's been some, uh, shall we say, strong headwinds uh, against all of the uh, commodities, including gold and silver. That doesn't mean that in the long term, that the outlook still doesn't remain quite rosy. What it means is what we're dealing with right now is silver, um, unlike gold, is uh, strongly industrial in its usages, up to about 65% is for industrial usage. And we've seen a little bit of a pullback in the uh, economic outlook, mainly due to two factors. One, we've had the uh, little bit of issues with uh, China um, uh, losing some of its momentum with some of these strong um, uh, uh, 
policies that are being put in place by Xi Jinping. Uh, particularly, we've seen that affected in the uh, real estate development in uh, Evergrande and in the tech and environment. And then what the other big issue has been is the economic rebound in the U.S. had a little bit of a scare and a setback with, in essence, the new Omicron uh, variant uh, for the COVID variant, which is uh, seems to be much stronger in its transmission rate. But on the bright side, um, it doesn't seem to be anywhere near as strong with respect to the uh, side effects and the death rate. So uh, what that means is that we come out of 2021, I think we're going to see a rebound in terms of economic growth in the U.S. Um, we still have the inflation beast, which uh, seems to be getting bigger and bigger, uh, no matter how much the Fed says it's transitory. Um, I guess they're changing the definition from transitory to from months to years now. And uh, we're going to see inflation for some time to come. Uh, everybody's held back for two years. And um, you want a return to growth, particularly around the world, you're going to see all sorts of uh, issues with inflation that are also exacerbated by the supply chain uh, issues. Uh, so um, I think the outlook's good for silver. Um, we are in a continuing deficit right now with respect to um, uh, mining in terms of the supply and uh, ongoing demand. Demand is projected to increase, particularly in the electronics fields. You're talking uh, essentially electric vehicles, you're talking computers, cell phones, robotics, you're talking about solar panels, etc. And as the world marches more towards electrification, you're going to see continued demand. There's new issues with respect to various governments around the world putting more restrictions on mining. We can think of big producers like Peru for silver. We can think of uh, Bolivia for silver. We can think of uh, copper in Chile. And uh, Mexico's got a little bit of an issue as well, which is one of the biggest suppliers of silver. So uh, new government restrictions means that uh, less incentive to bring new mines into production and continued shortfalls in terms of supply. So I think the uh, outlook is good for silver, and that shouldn't be in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, and it's not like uh, there's any substitutes available for silver. Uh, it's the best conductor, and in electronics, it's indispensable. As we know, uh, modern life as we know it uh, would cease to exist without an adequate supply of silver, or it certainly would become much more difficult. Hey, as far as uh, Silver One Resources, 2021, hey, we're at the end of the year now. It's a good time to do a retrospective. W what are the highlights of 2021, Greg? Yeah, well, uh, just to um, uh, remind our investors, we're concentrated in the Southwest U.S. We have three main projects there. When we started the company in mid-2016, we had three projects in Mexico, which we subsequently sold in 2021. And uh, I think we've got a pretty good deal on the sale of those projects. Uh, we brought in 1.25 million Canadian on signing. We're bringing in another one point. 
uh, 2.5 million Canadian in uh, several months. And on top of that, we um, uh, have a position in the newly formed company that's taken on those assets and they are currently exploring them. We own about 4.3 million shares of this newly listed company. That's what's happened with those assets. So we are really, truly concentrating right now in the Southwest U.S. Three main projects. Candelaria is the flagship project. We did quite a bit of work there this year. We've done um, uh, ongoing metallurgical studies. We've done drilling. There's three components to the recent drill program that we did. Um, in essence, uh, we did a 15,000 meter reverse circulation program. The first component of that drill program, we looked at down dip extensions to the high grade mineralization, which uh, carries on from the old open pits northeastwards down dip. And um, when we first drilled that in 2020, we were getting some pretty fanciful intercepts. We were getting things like 1,100 grams per ton meter. And to put that in perspective for your audience, a lot of the current mines are producing in the 200 to 500 grams per ton. Uh, so 1,100 grams per ton with a gram and a third gold uh, kick to it as well. And that was over about eight meters within the 30 meter wide zone. So that was pretty intriguing. This. So the first component of the big 15,000 meter reverse circulation program we did in 2021 was to look at the continuation of that down dip. We found numerous other high-grade intercepts, some as high as 1,700 grams per ton silver with two and a half grams gold. And it seems to be defining a fairly interesting zone down dip that we might consider trying to access with ramping down from the base of the pit and accessing through underground mining in the future. The second component of that drill program, which was also successful, is we went and we looked at the easily accessible, a long strike near surface continuation from the open pits. And with that, we had good intercepts. We extended the mineralization in both directions. It's not closed off. We just haven't drilled it yet. And we are doing metallurgical testing on that fresh material. The idea is, can we take that fresh material and add it to the heap leach material? We put out a 43101 uh, compliant resource on the heaps themselves, where there's 30 million ounces of indicated and another 15 million ounces of inferred. So can we mix those materials together and increase the overall grade and potential recoveries? The goal is to put out an economic report on that concept and we want to do that by essentially the middle of next year 2022 we had hoped to do that by the end of this year but with delays in getting drills delays in getting assays delays with covid delays 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 we essentially had to push that back now what we're also doing is coming up in 2022 uh, starting in january we're going to be doing another round of drilling at candelaria and we're going to be looking at those two components as well to increase resources because accompanying uh, or even predating the economic report will be new resource updates as well now 
There was a third component to the drill program, which adds a totally new dimension to Candelaria and really wasn't talked about much in the past. And that component was we found on some of the old added dumps to the west of the big uh, pit um, that uh, you visited when you were on site. That big pit, in essence, uh, um, you know, was mainly near-surface silver oxide mineralization. That's what everything was mined at. But on this old added dump, we're finding pieces of mineralization that looked like what's called an altered porphyry with up to 2.5% copper with good silver and gold grades. We put down one drill, two drill holes actually, but one drill hole intersected at a depth of 600 meters, 350 meters of good porphyry style advanced alteration with copper, low copper and gold grades. Now, is there a big porphyry deposit underlying Candelaria? Not out of the question. We see one to the northwest of us, right along the Walker Trend, called Nevada Copper, and we see indications of potential porphyry mineralization to the southeast of us near Tonopah. So there could be one underlying Candelaria. That'll be part of our ongoing studies in the future as well, because that would totally change the nature. We would not ignore the silver oxide. We want to proceed uh, potentially with a production scenario. So stay tuned for that economic report post-drilling in uh, 2022. Well, so now that we've got, uh, got 2021 out of the way, what are you foreseeing? What's the plan for 2022? Yeah, 2022. Um, also, what we did in 2021 was we uh, just recently we completed a small drill program on Cherokee. Uh, we had to curtail that program before we completed it due to a lot of technical issues with respect to the drilling. Um, and the results were interesting in that we did have some good uh, uh, results on the patented claims, which we chose to drill first because it was very easy to permit. But we do have more interesting and uh, upside potential, shall we say, prospective targets elsewhere on the property that we want to get to in 2022, but that's going to require a bit more permitting. Now, also, people are interested in our Phoenix Silver project, uh, we're waiting on the uh, permitting. And uh, that permitting was uh, put on hold by the uh, forestry division when they were out fighting forest fires for about six months this year. They're back at their desks. We're in communication with them. So hopefully that's going to proceed uh, for, uh, forward in the uh, 2022. And that's, uh, that's the location where you got those huge nuggets. That's where we have the extremely high-grade nuggets. Uh, one of those nuggets uh, actually assayed about 459,000 grams per ton of silver. That's 14,500 ounces per ton. And those nuggets are extremely angular unabraded, so we don't think they've come very far uh, from their source, and our job is to find that source. Very intriguing. And uh, so what else, uh, what else are we looking at for 2022, Greg? Well, 2022, as I said, you know, uh, Candelaria, uh, drilling, we're doing um, net testing, economic report, and new resource update. On top of that, 
want to get that uh, drill permit for Phoenix Silver, and um, then we'll reevaluate uh, those other targets at Cherokee, and then start uh, permitting on those. So I think we're going to have a busy 2022. And then on top of that, um, with the current environment of silver, we're being flooded with new opportunities that uh, are coming our way, and we're busy evaluating those opportunities as we speak. Okay. I'm sure there's no shortage uh, of projects, especially uh, in light of the results that you've achieved so far, which are pretty impressive. And and you still have a few dollars left in the bank. Yeah, we got uh, just over 9 million Canadian, about 9.3 million Canadian left in the bank. And that's more than enough to uh, essentially see us through the projects that I discussed with you going through into 2022. I said the only reason that we might want to uh, consider uh, even looking at potentially raising more money would be if we're very successful on our drill programs or we're very successful with respect to our, our other endeavors, then we may want to increase our exploration budgets in which case then we may have to think about uh, you know looking for additional sources of uh, revenue but that would actually be a very positive signal to the market that Indeed. you're upping your budget for results that uh, were already pretty good in their own right exactly you've got it Looks like uh, 2022 could be the year for silver one luckily the cash position is strong and there's a lot of plans ahead for the year. So what you need to do is go over to silverone.com, sign up for notifications so you'll get the latest news when it's released. All right, the ticker symbols in the US, SLVRF, in Canada, SVE, in Frankfurt, BRK1. That's it for now. We will uh, follow up with you, Greg. Thanks so much for coming on. The Financial Survival Network. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.